conspiracy theories, eh? Wait till you get a load of this. Hello, and welcome to Crack Sisters Conspiracies. We're a podcast that covers conspiracy theories, mysteries, and all over spooky shit. My name is Cassandra. And I'm Jackie. And we are said sisters. Hello, hello. Here we are, just shy of two weeks until Christmas. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say, because this episode that we're recording, even though we're in December, it doesn't come out until like (laughs) mid-January. Because we took a break that we haven't taken yet. So, like, Merry Christmas. I hope Happy you New good New Year, Hanukkah. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah. There you go. I did want to say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, I will be making the long journey to come visit you next week, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so this week's topic uh, pertains to the creator of some of my most beloved shows growing up, like all that and the Amanda show. And even my kid watches shows created by this guy. So your daughter's doing the, the thing. In the background. Don't hump the cat. Don't worry, I'll blur it out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we might get in trouble for like <laughs> animal indecent exposure or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. As I was saying, mm-hmm. even my kid watches shows created by this guy. So and there, it's not anything new, but like Zoe 101, mm-hmm. iCarly, Sam and Cat, Henry Danger. I fucking hate most of these shows. But so Zoe 101, super big with me. Layering the t-shirt polo oh, with the tank yeah. top with the other tank top. I thought that was such a fucking look. Oh, yeah. Portrayed it. I wasn't really big into Sam and Cat. I was kind of right on the cusp of Hannah Montana. I just never really got into her. But like Drake and Josh. Oh, yeah. Same. Super big. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this guy, he was essentially responsible for the creation of most of those shows. Mm -hmm. And he is also known for being kind of off as a person in general. And we're going to kind of deep dive into that a little bit more. But this person is Dan Schneider. The footman himself. The footman himself. No, I didn't. That man himself. He's he's gross, and yeah. So let's let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so Dan Schneider is an American TV producer and screenwriter. He was born in 1966, so he is 57 years old now. Oh. And uh, he is primarily known for helping to write, create, produce quite a few shows, like the ones I listed earlier, and pretty much. Anything that existed on Nickelodeon from the early 90s to the mid-2000s. He started his career trying to catch a break as an actor in the 80s, like most people try to in Hollywood. And I recognized absolutely nothing that he was in. So he clearly did not make a lasting impression in the industry or with me didn't serve him well so he ended up shifting gears and i don't know how it came to be but in 1988 he was one of the co-hosts for the kids choice awards and it was while he was doing that gig that he met a guy named albie hecht who was actually a nickelodeon development executive at the time like i said late 80s couple years later we're looking at 1993-ish Uh, He had heard that Albie Heck had become the head of production for Nickelodeon, and he ended up hiring Dan to work on a kid's sketch comedy show. 
name. All that. Sorry, the cat is gonna oh. fuck that dog up. No, no. <laughs> it's been happening for like the whole episode. Oh my god. Jesus. This is why I am just, this is why I am the way that I am. There's just chaos surrounding me all the time. But yes, all that was the name of the sketch comedy show. It was essentially a kid's SNL. Yeah. I love that show. I watched a little bit of it. I was kind of on the cusp. It was more yours, a little bit older. Not really. Yeah, because it came out before you were really even born. And then (laughs) it was on the air. I think for about 10 years. So it had a yeah, good and it run. it was later at night. So like Amanda show and stuff would play, but that was like kind of the late night Nickelodeon. That yeah, I like the 8, 30, 9 o'clock episodes. Yeah. That was, you know, downright scandalous. But all that is what was responsible for launching the career of a handful of actors. The amount of inappropriate animal humping going on in the background is just so distracting. Okay. So all that ended up launching the careers of a, a good portion of its actors like Amanda Bynes, Keenan Thompson, who went on to be on SNL, and yeah. Kel Mitchell. And so after about Welcome four... Welcome to Glitburger, home to Glitburger, can I take your order? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that they had like recently rebooted or redone Good Burger? No. Yes. And Kel Mitchell looks exactly the same as he did like... That was just like ago. a weird late 90s early 2000s vibe I don't really know how they would replicate that but I had not yeah I, I did not see it but I knew it no of its existence <laughs> so after four seasons of working on all that Schneider ended up leaving to go work on a new gig which was the new show the Amanda show so that's what he left to pursue We actually have a deep love of the Amanda show in this family. And it was such a flex back in the day because we're like, Amanda Bynes' brother is our chiropractor. Mm -hmm. And then we got autographed pictures. And I remember seeing her at the Thousand Oaks Mall. And that was just like, yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Yeah, I it's still like I support her her and I want the best for her because this bitch has been through some shit. Unfortunately, she's one of the you know, child stars that have she is and similar trajectory up and downfall similar to Britney Spears under conservatorship. Like it just life has not been good to her in, you know, the later years. I was this close to buying Britney Spears's book at Costco. (gasps) Me too. I walked by it and I kept glancing at it at Costco and I'm like, Uh uh-huh. Because uh, I went to Costco to try to find the goddamn Kirkland dog sweaters so I could put them in my dog stocking. But my Costco does not sell Kirkland gear because Alex wanted the slides. He wanted the sweatshirt, the sweatpants for us. He wanted the dog sweaters, but they just don't have it. I've only ever seen the slides there when they first came out. And I bought those immediately. Yeah. You never see, yeah, um, human branded stuff. And you can no. get stuff online usually. But uh, the, yeah. the Kirkland sweatshirts are only for kids right now. But we happen to be walking by the frozen burgers and chicken aisle that also is next to the dog treats and stuff. And uh-huh. I just, we found them tucked away. Gotcha. And so jumped on that. If if I happen to make it back and they have them for extra large beasts, I might yeah. try to acquire some. Yes, <laughs> Because our store does not sell them, unfortunately. Gotcha. Yeah, the the inconsistency in the inventory between stores yeah. and also just from day to day is 
Atrocious. Well, I also follow Costco on Instagram and they oh. show like their new releases, but it's only for certain areas. So it's really frustrating. That is frustrating. Well, so Dan Schneider has had his hand in a manner of all shows and has worked with Nickelodeon through the 90s and most of the early 2000s, essentially ending his run in 2018 when they decided not to renew his contract and to bring on a different production company and essentially booted him out. Yeah. It is worth noting at this time, allegations and complaints about his behavior started to surface and they didn't look too great for him. Okay. <laughs> so those allegations included temper issues, questionable posting on Twitter of the feet of the young actresses who worked mm-hmm. for him, and solicitation of feet pics from random kids. So oh. yeah, that's not great. Yeah. A couple of years later in 2021, Viacom, the parent company for Nickelodeon, ended up launching an internal investigation. And thankfully, they didn't find any evidence of sexual misconduct, but they were able to support the claims of him being verbally abusive and generally awful to work with. Oh, okay. And so Dan Schneider's response to everything, especially with regard to his behavior, is... He defended everything, and he stated that if others found him hard to work with, then tough shit. He has high standards in the workplace, and everyone else is the problem. So he's like, yeah, I'm a fucking nightmare, but, you know, that's just, that's your problem. You just have to deal. So he sounds super awesome. And then fast forward a year to 2022, several more allegations were reported from several former actors and employees including asking his female colleagues for massages, which yeah. is disgusting. Considering um, they're all literal children. They are. That's what he exclusively works with. And it's primarily female children as well. All right. So he's gross. He verbally abuses everyone. And he asks for inappropriate favors. I don't know... If it's factual, but in your notes, do you cover a relationship between him and whoever Sam is and Sam and Kat? We talk about Ariana Grande a little bit. No, the other one. Jeanette McCurdy. Her. Yes, there is a little blurb about her experience as well. Okay. Overall, the allegations brought to light about Schneider, they were relatively vague in nature. So it was just kind of... He sucks without really giving too much detail and nothing was really actively pursued as far as trying to like bring him to justice for the shit that he did. And Nickelodeon never even really came out with a formal statement on the matter. It was just all kind of very hush hush brushed under the rug. And when they parted ways, he just disappeared and his firing was really just disguised as Schneider backing out of his contract and not the other way around saying, Mm -hmm. no, this was my choice. I'm not being forced out, which is what someone who is totally being fired would say. Agreed. So there are theories floating around as to why Schneider was really let go unsurprisingly, or at least to me, are the suggestions that he acted inappropriately around the children that he worked with. Like we said, that's pretty much all he worked with. He was verbally abusive to the adults and inappropriate borderline with the kids. As a side note, I mentioned before, but the posting pictures of feet on Instagram. So he has apparently a foot fetish and there were multiple accounts from children who had auditioned for him that they were asked to take off their shoes and they were even sometimes subjected to him giving them foot massages, which I tell you what, if some dude tried to like 
One, get my kid to take her shoes off and then try to rub her feet. That is on site. I will kill a man. Right? Right? That is just, I cannot imagine a single scenario in which that would be appropriate at all. At all. I would also never in a million years let my kid get into acting. Also that, but yeah. Because I've watched too many Where They Now documentaries (laughs) and we all know how those end and it's never good. So this begs the question, if shit like this was happening on a somewhat regular basis, why was it never a problem? Why did it never come up beforehand? The suspicion is a combination of those who fell victim to his grossness really never came forward, coupled with the fact that Nickelodeon really just tried to dampen all of the potential liability and kept it all under wraps. This guy was making them absolute truckloads of money for a very long time. So it was in their best interest not to open that door and not to really deal with it. Some of the relationships that Dan had had with the child actors are what I would consider to be incredibly inappropriate. And Amanda Bynes is one of the the prime examples of that. So she has a a kind of an odd history with Dan. She was really young when she started working with him. I think she was like maybe 10 when she started on all that. And she worked with him for years throughout the Amanda show. And there were videos kind of floating around of him being in a hot tub, like alone with her when she was 12. I've seen that. Yes. Absolutely disgusting. In what world would that be okay? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Throughout her entire filming of the Amanda show, he allegedly had been keeping her like super high on Adderall and essentially feeding her kids speed to keep her going and to keep her in a quasi vulnerable state. He had also taken advantage of the strained relationship that she had with her parents. Things kind of devolved as she got more and more into acting. And he used that as an opportunity to get closer to her. And it got to the point where she almost ended up moving in with him when she was only 16. It thankfully never progressed beyond that. And to be fair, Amanda has had her fair share of emotional issues, many of which believe Schneider is at least somewhat responsible for. I mean, the whole being churned through the the Hollywood system definitely didn't help. Yeah. Um, but while she never blatantly called him out specifically, she had written a letter about Dan specifically. And in it, there was this sentence and it says, I don't know how any of these men sleep at night, but if there's one thing I do know, it's what's done in the dark always comes to light. And so there was really odd capitalization throughout that sentence in particular. And when you go through and you pick out the specifically capitalized letters, it spells out, Dan did it. Oh, shit. Right? And in that same letter, she later goes on to say, after the second incident, I don't know if I'll ever be able to have children or have the family of my dreams. I have no idea what that actually is in response to because it, it everything was kind of cryptic, but I can't imagine it was anything positive. No. <laughs> no. I actually had seen something about Amanda Bynes on my TikTok last night after I had finished my notes, which was very funny. Have you seen her recently? Mm, no. So she does not really look the same. She's got face tattoo. Yeah. And she has her own podcast now. I think she's just kind of in this healing journey. She had mm-hmm. been essentially cracked out for quite some time. I think she's yeah. still under conservatorship. She had either gotten engaged or gotten married, and then that all fell apart very quickly. Okay. And- 
I do remember there was an episode that she had had where she just had like a total mental <laughs> breakdown. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and like in her driveway and because they lived somewhat locally, they lived in Thousand Oaks. I remember it being a big deal. Yeah. So th- that poor woman has been through it. So I, yeah. I wish her the best. Another actress that had worked with Dan Schneider, her name is Alexa Nicholas, and she was from Zoe 101. And she has been very vocal about her time working on that show and with Dan. And it sounded pretty awful. Like She's come on the podcast with What's Her Nuts from Even Stevens, uh, Christy Carlson right. Romano. Yes. Yeah. And oh, yes, um, I think I've seen that episode. Yeah. And so she was talking about just how horrific it was. And he really enabled a hostile work environment because Jamie Lynn Spears was the it girl. It was her mm-hmm. show. And so his job was essentially to take care of her, her needs, and fuck everyone else. Okay. Not literally, I don't think. Maybe literally. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but he actively encouraged the bullying of Alexa and the other actors from the, the other castmates. And there was even an incident where Jamie Lynn Spears being the little bitch that she was, ended up sicking her sister, Brittany, who was in her 20s on Alexa. So this kid is like 11, 12 years old, and Brittany just eviscerated her, verbally abused the shit out of her, brought her to tears. And so this girl was like so worked up. Her mom wasn't there. And so she had gone to Dan to let him know what happened. And he essentially said, you need to be more professional and just suck it the fuck up. (laughs) And just completely condoned all of the bullshit and didn't do That explains why Zoe 101 was not very long. That's part of the reason. The other part of the reason, speaking of Zoe 101, the show was canceled likely far earlier than it intended due to the very unfortunate and very underage pregnancy of the main star, Jamie Lynn Spears, when she was 16. I watched the video where it's like, that's not why it was taken off the air. I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, Yeah, Uh, that was Nickelodeon panicking because... Their entire reputation was at stake, and so they needed to to pull the ripcord. So Jamie Lynn Spears had always maintained that her boyfriend at the time was the father, but many viewers suspected that Schneider was actually the father, and claims of her boyfriend having been the one to knock her up were really just a cover-up for his predatory behavior. There's even pictures, like, looking at analyzing pictures of her kid and comparing them to Dan Schneider, and there are some similarities, so it's like... If that were true, that would be awful. That's bananas, yeah. Yeah, and Jamie Lynn Spears has never really said anything about it, and she just kind of skirts that. Like, she's always had nice things to say about him. So it's just like her account uh, of working with him doesn't really add up with everyone else's, which makes you think. Yeah. A little sus. So some other just gross and inappropriate things other actors were subjected to acting in scenes where the subject matter was borderline at best and downright inappropriate at worst. There are compilations of scenes with Ariana Grande being yeah. sexualized through her, you know, run on Victorious and as as Cat. Yeah, and I, I pulled up a couple of the YouTube videos and like, oh my God, 12-year-olds should not be saying, oh my God, you made me wet. And like, yeah, and there's one of her lying on a bed and it's the perspective of looking at her just down, down the shirt, her chest and she's like lying on a bed. And I think it's that same episode where she mentions being wet. Like it's super gross. 
And so in that same episode, one of the things she was talking about is how she was going to start saying things that are completely out of left field that no one would ever say. Like, I got my uvula caught in a hamster's toes. And she's like, you don't even know that can't even happen. The uvula is the dangly thing in the back of your throat. And then essentially gagged herself on the camera, which is disgusting. Again, she was a child. And I'm pretty sure her feet are in that episode. Or it's like her and victorious they do something with their feet it's a very common occurrence to have video and scenes with the child actress's feet in there he changed the i don't know if it was him i assume it was him the literal logo for nickelodeon that used to be it was a foot flat then it was like the blimp it changed to a fucking foot and i'm pretty sure it's still foot today i haven't looked recently but yeah that was absolutely something that happened yeah And then there are other videos, especially from the Victorious cast, where it just shows really clearly how uncomfortable he made all of the kid actors on the set. And then Jeanette McCurdy, she was the Mm -hmm. one who played Sam on Sam and Cat. She had recently written a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yes. I want to read it. It's on my TBR. But particularly in this book, she really went on to write about how awful that whole experience in her life was. And she even highlighted the fact that she was offered $300,000 as a gift, not to speak about her experience on the show, to which she promptly- That's a fucking- That's um, a bribe. A bribe. (laughs) And she told them to shove it up their ass and then proceeded to, without specifically naming names, I think she referred to him as the producer- Yeah, so I had heard generally about her book, and I knew that she was kind of divulging secrets, which is why I wanted to know if she was one of the people involved with him. So, yeah. Yeah, so she had written about how he would regularly make her uncomfortable. He was oftentimes downright hostile to her. He would massage her and, like, touch her inappropriately take pictures of her in bikinis again as a child yeah and he also encouraged her to drink underage while she was like in vulnerable uncomfortable situations i mean unsurprisingly growing up in the spotlight she had an eating disorder and so he had written that into the show and highlighted that as a character flaw and so there's just hostile shit like that on top of the inappropriate gross stuff that he would do does he have any kids of his own Oh, you know what? I didn't look. I don't think so. I think it's just him and his wife, but I'm not entirely sure. So I stand by my opinion that if you do not have children, you should not be interacting with children. That is a fair My best friends invite me to all of their children's birthday parties and stuff like that. I do not feel an adult should go to a party with children, hang out with children, do something exclusively with children if they don't have children of their own. It's weird. It's downright predatory yeah i will die on that hill so yeah especially if there's no relation or anything like that absolutely not even if you have kids but if you go somewhere without the kids and other kids are there too that's also some questionable shit very weird yeah yeah, like if Evan went to an eight-year-old girl's birthday party but didn't bring Gracie or anyone else, like that would be cause for alarm. Yeah. I always send a very good gift and I say thank you, but no thank you. Yes, I appreciate the invite, but no thanks. Yeah. <sighs> but at the end of the day, it seems like this guy is just a grade A creep who enjoyed the company of little children a little too much. Made a whole lot of money exploiting them in a whole bunch of ways and had a gross child foot fetish to boot. 
Yeah, fucking weirdo. Yeah. On the surface, it sounds like the exact opposite kind of person that you would want running the shows and the lives of young child actors. So PSA, keep your children out of stardom. It is not worth it, especially since you'll probably end up exploiting them in some way and take all of their money too. I know. I feel like they should ban it. I know, obviously, you need child actors, but it's like the fucking detriment that happens to their lives. It's not it worth it. Worth that one good movie or that one good TV show. The risk reward is just, it's not there. And yeah. you know what? That's one thing that AI could possibly be, you know, oh, there you, go. you can make AI child actors for films, but don't, don't make gross films. You know, what? I agree with that. That's the one time I will support AI right? in this scenario. <laughs> And so while no charges have ever been brought against him and most allegations were either denied or swept under the rug, I believe he is super, super gross and absolutely disgusting. And I'm glad Nickelodeon finally gave him the boot, even though they likely enabled and encouraged the situation for almost 20 years while he was associated. So shame on them. Yes, I agree. (laughs) But yeah, he's gross. That's disgusting. I'm glad he's gone. But hopefully the replacement is better. I certainly hope so. It's crazy. Just like the complete chokehold that he had over that network. Like he, yeah. it was the Dan I mean, to be fair, he made good shit. Like he did. all the are amazing, but at what cost? Come on, man. At, at too much. And I was going back through, you know, clips and stuff. And I remember like he would often write himself into his shows. So he yeah. had like big characters in the Amanda show. And it's yeah, just like. You just spent way too much time trying to be around these kids all the time. And some of the content like the shows had, there's something to be said for writing in adult jokes and stuff. But when it's coming from little children, I know that's not that's not where it should be originating from. Agreed. But yeah, so that is the the rise and downfall of Dan Schneider. I'm glad he had a downfall. That was Me interesting. too. Yeah, it was interesting for sure. But I will definitely be keeping an eye on Amanda Bynes to see what happens. There you go. Let's check in on her. But anywho, um, do you have any ideas for topics in the bank? I do. I know what I'm gonna what we're gonna cover on the next episode. What's Whatever. that gonna be? So it's religion. Oh, oh. Alex gave me this idea without knowing he was giving me this idea. Billy was over. And I don't know how they got on the subject, but I had come in and heard them looking it up. The religion is called Pastafarianism. Pastafarianism? AKA, AKA the flying spaghetti monster. What the actual fuck? So, because you were last episode, you're like, oh, AI, child porn, little heavy. Then we're going to cover the topic of Dan Schneider. You More know, child abuse. Children, also really heavy. So I found this nice, light religion. (laughs) The flying spaghetti monster. Okay. That's what we're going to talk about. Speaking of weird-ass religions, I was watching this documentary on Max. It's about Mother God. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I only saw the first episode, though. Okay. So I I won't get too much into it. But these people are fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. And that bitch turned blue. And they found her as a mummy. <laughs> like, yeah, that first episode when it's the body fam and it's like a minutes, it's just, person inside of a bed and like wrapped up in Christmas lights and shit. Yeah, that was the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Cool. Yeah. So I was making my way through that. 
if you would like to search for us, you can find us on our various social media platforms, primarily Instagram, though. That is the best place to get a hold of us. We have a queen of segues today. I I was feeling it. Yeah. Uh, We have a a Patreon, you know, Crack Sisters Conspiracies that you can come find us at. You can see the unedited recordings. You can actually get some videos. Sometimes we'll add random pictures that you're not necessarily privy to and all of that jazz. So, you know, a dollar, make us holler, come look at weird pictures and videos. No feet, though. That shit gets edited out. It does. Yeah. As it should. We have an ex. Don't contact us there. We never use it. We have a Facebook. Same thing. We are not in our 60s. No offense, mom and dad. (laughs) Um, But that is just not where we play. You can see less interesting things on our own Facebook and Instagram. And you can also send us an email if you feel so inclined at cracksisterconspiracies at gmail.com. And with that, I think I'm going to have to say stay cracked, y'all. And have a great day.